0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Post Analog Podcast.
1: So, Post Analog Podcast. We talked about a little bit of um, how we fell off. Mm-hmm. And then we got back in.
2: Yep. Music always pulls you back.
1: We featured Sarah. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, loosely, because this is a little bit more of an organic pod, mm-hmm. like, you and I haven't even listened to, like, Little Brother and Fonte in so long, because it was, like, the yeah. 2000s. Because we're mm-hmm. we're getting ready to wrap up this style yeah. before we get into, like, 2020s. Yeah. Style music for, like, the older ear. I slept on Little Brother.
0: hmm
1: Like, I... It was the menstrual show. I, I didn't know there was an, a first album before that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um... At that time, in, in that 2000s, I I'd already given up on, like, a hip-hop group. But what, what the fuck? No, yeah. hip-hop is dead and fucking whack. Yep. And I only like the booty music that uh, the Neptunes put out. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they were making it work with Jay-Z yep. and everyone else on the pop Snoop,
2: end. Snoop, yep, everybody. Right? Uh-huh.
1: So, with, with Little Brother, I came with a lot of hesitation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Did, did you... I think gravitate towards them right away?
2: Only because of Ninth Wonder. So, you know, as a producer, I would always listen to beats first, you know? And I think that's a conversation I have all the time with a lot of hip hop heads. I find that some people are listening to lyrics first and some people listen to mu- the beats first. I was a beats first guy. So my attraction to Little Brother was Ninth Wonder. We started, you know, Ninth Wonder was making some, some noise and some waves and his production style was dope and then of course he's you know backing this hip hop group so naturally i gave him a chance you know and then it was dope you know and that's how that was my entry into little brother was ninth wonder
0: you know
1: yeah i i heard it through props to Julio G mhm on Julio K-Day. G wow
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i heard it through through uh him and mm-hmm. to be honest with you i was still skeptical because it's like oh really you're 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 gonna play hip hop now
0: yeah yeah Uh Now
1: it's been dead Mm -hmm. for quite some time, but there's a certain reverence behind Julio G., right? Mm -hmm. But I also didn't want it to be like, okay, it's the early 2000s, but does it sound like the production has moved forward? Yeah. Because, and all do respect the tip Mm -hmm. and the rest of the 90s productions like Gangstar. Yeah. But I was just like, is this going to be oversampled? Because the drum machine's a little bit better. There was a What Was Before Fruity Loops reason
0: reason Uh do
2: you you use that quite a bit Reason, logic acid there was a bunch of perfect fruity yeah but fruity loops reason were the two big ones Uh right
1: and so at that point i was just like don't disappoint me
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: but i was just like okay this is cool um but since it's been a while and we just started digging tonight yeah the first joint that i got that i got into was of the like it was just the feel good shit, mm-hmm. and and that's a tribute to what you're saying, like about um, the production. Yep. And for me, I'll, I'll say it later, but I'll play the song first. For me, it was really a lot of like how overall it felt like mm-hmm. so like grand and happy almost.
0: Yeah. See,
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was the song that convinced me to like them. Yeah, because I'll play the next the, the song that I heard on. K-Day. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the, the production. They were having
0: fun. The other
2: thing, too, is they were hungry, you know? And that's what I remember when they came out. I forget exactly what area they're from. Or- North Carolina. Exactly. Who was coming out of North Carolina, you right. know? So they came out like we're coming out of North Carolina. So they came out swinging. And I think that's what the other thing that they were such underdogs. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing coming out of North Carolina. So they came out and they were sort of true to their roots like that. Like they there was in a way a North Carolina sound. Right. And uh, and it worked, dude. So it was. Everyone was kind of taken aback. Like this is this is fire. You know.
0: Yeah, and then you know what?
1: The lyrics were so hard, but mm-hmm. the production was so updated. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, it's it's fire. Out with us,
1: yeah. Fuck your couch.
0: Yeah. So it was just like a yeah. lot
1: of relevance to Dave Chappelle's show. Yeah, and and you know what? Like, if this sounded like no diss to the Wu Tang Clan mm-hmm. and the Mighty Riza. Mm-hmm. if this was like very mid and bottom end, mm-hmm. I think I would be turned off.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So that, that that's that's kind of like one of those like, dude, this 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 song cracks, mm-hmm. and it felt like the way they used the the vocal samples was kind of like party vibe. Yeah, but the lyrics
2: were like, dude, I'm grabbing my dick, dude. They just they just were having fun, you know, and that's what it came across. And uh, the like I said, production was there, lyrics were there. They were from someone no one ever thought hip hop would come from, sure. you know, and. Uh, they were just it worked. They just there that chemistry was there, the synergy was there, and it's just every now and then things align, and in that group things
0: aligned.
1: And, and it's interesting because when they refer to the South, so Outcast was literally the outcast of the South because the South mm-hmm. had a different sound, right? Yeah. Like I would say, Goody Mob was mm-hmm. closer to the South sound yeah. than Outcast, mm-hmm. and then you know the South was out, and then North Carolina. Oh, well, what? country folk are they good mm-hmm. is this gonna sound more like the houston um fifth Scar- War Beast? yeah scarface uh, ghetto boys, Gettle boys yeah. there you go mm-hmm. are they gonna sound like that and yeah. i was just really skeptic yeah. because you know what at this point i was already like on bugs in the attic yeah uh
2: broken beat stuff
1: victor Duplay. Yeah. um god what's the name of afrobeat yeah and then what was popping in LA then was like clubs like um, Popcorn on during the weekdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, before uh, it was j Logic's uh, thing. Um,
2: I forgot. Sound lessons. Sound lessons. Yep.
1: You know. So then they curated like the Afro beat and Afro Latin. Yeah. Fela Kuti meets like electronic production sound. Yeah. Right. So then I I wasn't ready to go back to hip hop. Yeah, I really resisted this group. Yeah. So, but this is the first song. Um, Excuse me for the delay, podcast. Uh, this is the first song that I heard from Julio G. It was mm-hmm. this joint right here.
0: This. Loving it. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Julio G was hyping the fucking song out, he did, dude. Uh, like he gave like it. three teases. Like, like for. Three, yeah. For three, segments, he was like, dude, I'm going to play this new Little Brother joke. y'all back to the show, you y'all can a lot of you us
0: right
1: now. Yeah.
2: I felt this. Yeah.
1: It's what got me to dig more.
2: And they got a great soul sound too. You know, there's a lot of influence in there. You know, it's hip hop, it's very soulful it's very south yeah and and, and you know what i think you and i were playing like dwell at that point no and even the broken beat stuff you're talking like mark the clive like we were already moved on yeah that really all right hip-hop huh
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: So this,
1: you know, obviously if you're like a hip-hop head, this is like, oh, we know about this. Yeah. But the thing is, there's a lot of people after they're 95 that's like, dude, I manage a bank. I manage yeah. a store. Yeah. I'm trying to feed two kids. But some of them could feel this. Yeah. And maybe, maybe even some of the girls could feel this because of the vocal samples. Yeah. I think they emphasize that, right? Like, you yeah. have like female vocals.
2: It's just feel good music. That's it. I mean, you, it doesn't matter. You know, like, you hear this, it just, you just feel good. And that's hard to do. You know what I mean? Like, to lift people up. And I think people always like to be lifted up. You know what I mean? Uh, to escape the mundane uh, aspects that we all have to deal with, like our jobs. Like you said, you know, going to work, blah, blah, blah. When you hear a good song come on, it kind of, takes you out of your just normal day-to-day hustle you know
1: right because i remember driving and being clueless what to listen to on the way home from work mm-hmm. because we had left that golden era yeah. so much everything on the air was like garbage but you mm-hmm. and i were being snobs right now though yeah you know there was some good pop stuff like again for me it's the neptunes yeah i know you don't like the neptunes i, I like no, I mean, you like them but yeah you're not as uh, fanatic like i am exactly right yeah um so there was a strong time dude where I was just like I guess like heavy metal Mhm. You know that was the time when I had that look that yeah. fucking mullet. Yeah. That heavy metal mullet and the ripped shirt. But this was like signifying kind of like oh there is still room it's just radio play just didn't give it.
2: Yeah. The room. Yeah. They just uh Pigeon, or what's the word? Uh, pigeon hold? I think yep, hip-hop, you know? And they they weren't playing the full spectrum of hip-hop that was coming out. Just a sort of narrow segment of it, you know? Which is sad, you know? And that's why a lot of people miss this stuff, you know? A whole decade of good hip-hop was coming out. It just wasn't getting played on the radio. And, you know, Little Brothers is a perfect example. College radio play, of course, but not major, you know, major station. Uh, right. Rocking it, you know? and.
1: and- and i hate to hammer this but it's like it's timely to what Mm -hmm. you're doing in your life Mm -hmm. like i don't go to concerts anymore i'm trying to fucking pay my homeowners association
0: yeah yeah
1: so that that's a big deal i'll I'll play one more track do it dude this was beautiful Mm -hmm. dude and what i liked about it is the guys harmonized for this one they weren't using any females
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean like that that's a sample
0: yeah time to face it sitting in the middle of the basement holding a jack how much anticipation he gonna call me back got so much on my mind ain't no hope yeah, it's I clean. love this, dude. Yeah, it's clean. And uh, and like when we admitted,
1: we forgot to listen to this shit. You,
2: you know, and I have to shout him out here. Uh, a big, a big reason for me finding Ninth Wonder and Little Brother was actually Lee. Lee, when we had moved on and were listening to other stuff, Lee to this day is probably the biggest Little Brother fan I know. Like he's, he was like. The way you describe your being just enamored with the Neptunes, right? Little Brother was it for Lee, period. Like that's all he cared about. Little Brother, Ninth Wonder, like the, even the the side crews that were coming out, and they had a bunch of like other like uh, I even forgot some of the groups that sort of broke off alongside then that were part of their like posse, but. He was all in that world. Then he would be like, "Bro," and he would always send me stuff. You heard this. You heard this. You know. Yeah, shouts to Lee. Yeah,
1: Lee was an incredible digger. Yeah. No, also, you yeah, know.
2: Yeah. So, but yeah, but he's like I said. If there was one group that Lee, like the way Julio G pushed it, Lee was like little brother, little brother. You know.
1: And, and this is like when we were talking about how like Soul mm-hmm. was out, like for Fonte mm-hmm. to sing. Mm-hmm. I was like, what?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Cause if you're a backpacker, yeah, the, the MC's not supposed to be singing.
0: No. Yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah, I mean, this we're not gonna go through all their songs, yeah. or two, three albums. We're just going through one, the Minstrel yeah. Show, because I think we both agreed this is the album that yeah. we got introduced to yep via the little brother yeah via little brother
0: but this is like that's a
1: sound that was both backpack and kind of soul B ish yeah
2: like treading that perfect line you know right. so, for sure and that's what was cool like you said there's some there's something for the girls and there's something for the fellas there was something for um The underground backpackers, there was something for more of the the pop, commercial uh, hip-hop crowd, you know? They were pretty much embodied all of it perfectly, you know?
1: And and also the venues that were opening up, as I can only speak for LA, Mm -hmm. the venues that were opening up and playing their music and then they were playing to, Mm -hmm. like you remember when we went to Unity, there's like five girls every hundred feet at the most. You know, and maybe a total of 20 girls out of like 300 people. Yeah. But you felt the upping mm-hmm. of the female. It wasn't 50-50 still, no. don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it felt like 25%, which is big for yeah. a hip-hop show.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: Really big yeah. for a hip-hop show. And then the the caliber of girls were mm-hmm. starting to get prettier. Yeah. All the pretty Latins and the Red Bones. Yeah. We're out there and white girls into hip hop.
2: No, and, they, and it, it takes a certain group to attract that. You know what I mean? And you can't be like fucking grimy fucking hip hop, you know? And I mean, not that girls aren't into that too, but this is just, there is something in this group for everybody, including the ladies, you know? right? So, and that's again, props to them.
1: So there's, um, th- there's an article where, um, little brother, pretty much reference themselves as like the little brother of a tribe called Quest. Mm, I like that, I never knew that, that's dope. And for me, at first, I was just kinda like, wait, are you influence or are you the little brothers? Meaning you're mm-hmm. putting yourself up Yeah, like right next to them. Mm. So, you know, for them, Here's a quote from Fonte, right? So Mm -hmm. he talks about it. says, tribe, de la public enemy, we're like our big brothers in the game. So now we are the little brothers of that movement Mm -hmm. carrying on the tradition of good music, which isn't necessarily saying we're just as dope, but they the, they claim that mm-hmm. they were part of the continuum, but they also gave them props.
2: That's dope. And I and I do see them as a continuation. And again, not to say that what, you know, uh, uh, De La Soul, Tribe Car Quest, all of that. I think they're just trying to say we're influenced by that sound. We grew up listening to that music. We're a fan of that music, and we'd like to keep that music alive. That's how I read into it, and I appreciate that, because obviously that was huge for us that was you know hip-hop for me was defined by native tongues period you know again shows we've gone to diggable planets far side um tribe called quest de la soul that was the the kind of hip-hop we were into not necessarily snoop and dre you know um so the fact that they decided to continue in that vein dope um and they did it well. From North Carolina.
1: So they broke up. Um, basically, um, it's Ninth Wonder who broke off. Mm-hmm. This is not like a TMZ podcast, mm-hmm. so things just happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you could tell this is like one of the later parts of the album. I'm only gonna play one song, mm-hmm. but you could tell that they were talking about their lives now. They mm-hmm. they weren't Trying to be hard anymore. Um, this is like one of those breakup songs called mm-hmm. Second Chances. Um where you knew like Fonte for sure was a singer and a rapper. Mm-hmm. He had a like I mean it's a compliment, a lot of Lauren Hill
0: mm-hmm. in him.
1: I can I can rhyme, but yeah. I sing a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. So I'll play one of these. Yeah, songs. do it. And it still says little brother.
0: Mm-hmm. Say Don't give second chances But ain't nobody gonna make me feel like you do mm-hmm. And I know that this perfect But I still feel like it's perfect Cause I love you
1: So for me, they, they were really like Soul and RB and b yeah.
0: All of my friends keep telling me mm-hmm. I need to pack it up, stay moving
2: I yeah, you got to Belial go on there too. during Brockington's like,
0: I yeah. I keep choosing this pain. And and then here's the other joints that
1: Like for me, after listening to this, it felt like, and, and and you're probably gonna disagree because I'm more of a front man, mm-hmm. and you're more of a producer. Mm-hmm. It just felt like Fonte was kind of like the mastermind.
2: Yeah. And you know, if you, I never really thought about this because you just mentioned them talking about more grown folk stuff, right? Imagine the difficulty of trying to make more grown up music, but your name's, the name of your group is Little Brother, you know? That's a, go figure. You know, that's a tough one, you know? Uh, so it's almost like, how, you know, how do you navigate how that? How do you navigate that? That's tough, dude, you know? They came up and, you know, they built a brand and a sound, but now they're trying to talk about, you know, being adults. But they're still called little brothers. So it's it's a little challenging, you know? And so navigating that must have been a bitch.
1: Like, I thought, like, once the Wu-Tang Clan evolved, Uh it would have been hard for all of them, one, to be together just because it's a large group. Yeah. But secondly, like, let's just say, not even Dilla, not even Pete Rock, like Pete Strumentals, but let's say they worked with, I don't know, Darian Darian Brockington
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then it was produced by Sarah mm-hmm. yeah
0: how
1: how would they move forward so that's a good point yeah because like with little brother it was so hip-hop based but you come off kind of like with this soul sound already
0: mm-hmm.
1: so um but here's some of the other tracks that for you who's listening you should check out also it's Fonte with Darian Brockington um the group is called Tigolero. Mm-hmm. um you you like this song something so I'll yeah. play that first. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah.
2: Actually, you know, I think about it, I still rock this song every now and then, like it's in my Spotify playlist. It comes on and when it comes on, I get happy. It's it's a dope jam. You know, it's it's a classic. You know, um, talking about some grown folks stuff too. You know.
1: Yeah, I love this shit. Yeah, I love this
2: production is matured too like it's it's just kept elevating
0: you know so
1: it's almost like movie like where it's a long introduction
0: Mm introduction you know yeah yeah
2: it's fire my god dude, it's, yeah. it, it it's one of those brilliant songs. And it, even though I like the production, I really like the lyrics on this song. Like it's just cool, you know. Living is something I had to learn. Mm-hmm. getting goosebumps actually that's dope it's amazing yeah i'm
0: gonna stop mm-hmm. and life is something we have to yeah it's a great song
1: not to get all production nerdy about it uh-huh. but like you listen to like the pipe organs which mm-hmm. is normally a dominant yeah instrument but they slid it in just enough because you know what dude this guy's saying something
2: yeah no it's it's gold
1: and the bongos yeah I was just like, where are you going with this? Yeah. And then it just, you know, uh, not to be make music simplistic, harmony is one instrument. When you have two instruments playing together, it's the... Wait, melody is one instrument, and then mm. when two instruments are playing, two um, melodies are playing, it becomes harmony. Mm-hmm. So the way they produce this, there's a very strong live band element yeah. behind this.
0: Yeah
2: roads yeah, stronger. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm a sucker for roads, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful, it's
0: gold, yeah.
1: Yeah, Tigolero, dude. Yeah, there's, there's another song I want to play, but this is. The album song. Yeah, it's, it's cold. See, I could just listen to it. Yeah,
2: and again, for me to pay attention to the lyrics, like really, like I mean, and the production's amazing, but the lyrics are are just up there with the production. It's they they're perfectly married, dude. You know. But this
1: one is like on some happy shit. Mm-hmm. But is. To give it away before I saw play the song, but it's really a clever play of music and lyrics.
0: Okay. She was always the one I hit up after dark. Get some wings and a couple of drinks and take her to the bar. Yeah. Fucking no. dog.
2: This has a bit of a saw raw feel to it, too. You know what I mean, doesn't it? With more, yeah. less sense. Yeah. I feel a little saw raw in there, too. Sweet sour yeah. you. Ladies sing.
0: She good
2: in the dress, but better with just my t shirt on. Dude.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, they're gold. But, but this is why I'm gonna keep the song playing, mm-hmm. but I'll. Turn off the music, yeah. Tigalero, dude. If, if you're not into like the little brother, if it's too hip hop for you, uh-huh. for you listening over 40,
2: yeah, Tigalero, huh? Yeah, this is a gold, really great record, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: now I'm gonna re, I'm gonna ask this question now after right. you've listened to Tigalero mm-hmm. Is Fonte. The main nucleus of Little Brother, or is that to separate an entity from
2: Tigellus? He definitely—it's uh, how can I say it? For me, it's the combo of Ninth and Tigellus. It's, It's—it's the equal marriage of just great production and great lyrics. Um, but he's definitely. The front man, you know what I mean? But second chances we just played Mm -hmm. without ninth, which is very... It became
1: breakup R&B based. Yeah. And I'm not trying to fight for it. I'm just just trying to
2: keep the scope. They're both equally talented. And I think they both went separate directions and they both did well apart. Um, But the magic, you know, I don't know. It's just together you know if they could work out whatever challenges they had uh together they were just you know uh, what's the word like peanut butter and jelly i don't know it just
1: reaches Pieces peanut butter cup man you know
2: it's just it was just all there you know
1: okay but here uh (laughs) this pod is going to be so full of delays um i think that's pretty much it as far as for recommendations so i'm going to bounce off your opinion now Mm -hmm. because this is my favorite Mm mm-hmm Uh, instrumental joint ever. Like, you know, gun Mm -hmm. to your head. That's the fun stuff for Mm -hmm. me is when you say, when you give out like, okay, if you had to choose one, which one is your favorite Michael Jackson song? Yeah. You know, that's the tough one. Yeah. You know, which is your favorite, um, fucking, uh, Prince song. Yeah. But when you say, um, well, this is it Mm -hmm. for me, for some reason, which, which why I love doing this pod Mm -hmm. is I think about when I hear this song,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: all the happy shit in my life flashes.
2: Is this a little brother song or something? Are we. This is just Ninth Wonder. Okay.
1: This is just Ninth Wonder. I forget with the H6, you can't turn on any other inputs Mm -hmm. once you've hit record. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm admitting that.
2: Now I want to hear this song. Dude. Yeah.
1: For some reason, when I hear this, my life happy stuff yeah not just like depressed stuff yeah nothing but happy stuff uh, is is what comes out of uh this song mm-hmm. i don't know why but um it's just one of those le- where it's just
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: dude i just mm-hmm. feel happy with yeah
2: it. it's a great
1: Dude, the kick and snare is still muddy. Yeah. But that vocal sample.
2: The good soul sample. And again, me and Tony had this talk about House recently, like returning to that soul sound. The soul sound will never get played. So anything soulful, it's always going to stand the test of time. You think it's done? No, it's always going to stand the test of time. Okay. I think anytime you uh, introduce a soulful sound to any genre you know Uh, in this case hip-hop it's just it just brings people up you know it literally speaks to your soul the soul sound so it doesn't surprise me that this just lifts your spirit you know
1: okay it's a kick
2: Mm
0: -hmm. a
1: snare a Mm hi-hat and there's a very faint like guitar Mm -hmm. and the vocal sample that's it dude yeah dude when i drive or, like, I'm putting out this jiu jitsu yeah. series. When I wrapped the third episode, mm-hmm. dude, I would just bump this shit, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, I can't believe I fucking wrapped.
2: The, um, sometimes it's, you, you like, obviously, you're a big foodie. Sometimes the perfect steak, salt and pepper, done. You know what I mean? It, that's it. That's it. That's all it takes. Like, just don't fuck it it's up. It's cooked right. It's cooked right that's the salt and pepper steak right there you know like great analogy you know yeah, this is just one of those things mm-hmm.
1: that like okay there was this I got into this heavy argument at during uh the Pasadena City College days mm-hmm. where it was it was with someone probably three years younger than me mm-hmm. um so I'm 46 but I, was, I must have been like 22 and they were like 19 Mm -hmm. 18 Mm -hmm. and they said you need lyrics for a song to be dope and i told this person i was like wait you cannot take that away from me that Mm -hmm. it evokes this emotion
0: Mm -hmm.
1: without lyrics so meaning the instruments now just become the song Mm -hmm. the content the love the the fucking the 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 hair raising feeling mm-hmm. looks like you're gonna say something too you're gonna add something no to whoever
2: it. said that is the most ignorant shit i've ever heard in my life you know it's like maybe to give another analogy that's like saying you can't enjoy a book and i mean you can't enjoy a story in the form of reading a book you need the visuals to go with it you have to watch the movie and it's like and I think what the point that oh, that per- great analogy you you're you better eat more pay and get fucking
1: aches because your analogies are on point tonight.
2: That's not that it, they weren't before. No, but that it's so true. It's like so. I think what makes instrumental music so great is there's room for you to insert your experience into the into the music, like to to fall into it, like falling down a rabbit hole. Whereas if it, sometimes lyrics can hinder that experience, right? Because you're now if. Let's just say you heard a dope Ninth Wonder beat, right? And it made you think of happy memories. But now imagine that same beat, but for Fonte, it was talking about some sad shit over this beat. Well, how could you enjoy your happy memories when now there's a lyricist talking about his sad shit? Sure. You know what I mean? So it's that's whoever... Yeah, that argument, I could see you justifiably getting pissed off like that's the stupidest shit because i was young yeah so i was like getting
1: fired yeah yeah you know because this person was more into rock mm-hmm. music which is great yeah but dude jazz mm-hmm. which predates rock yeah it's like dude all that fifth wave i'm on drug shit mm-hmm. that's an interpretation of fucking how i feel mm-hmm. when those black fucking drummers go solo and they go from hard snare to fucking cymbals to hi-hat it's like dude that's their expressionism which you can't take that away from them that's why like sometimes singers go like
2: dude solo yeah let me step back and just go you know yeah
1: you know like all right well fuck dude i i know we're supposed to rap but let me try Bust it um So, just, just hang on there, okay? Um, so, this is James Brown's drummer. Okay. Clyde Stubblefield. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just going to play his shit right now. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to back cause I want Nate to yeah. see. Like, look what James Brown's doing.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. He's
1: just bobbing his head.
2: Yeah, feeling that shit.
1: And he's like flavor, flavor. He's like, yeah. yeah. Too bad he didn't have the mic.
0: Yeah. Look at him, dude. Yeah. Woo.
2: That's sick.
1: this is just amazing
0: and
1: and that's why like you know you can't take away that's the one thing I did get from hip hop Mm -hmm. which you know it matriculated over to like the music that we listened to that Mm -hmm. were more up tempo even the really dope house stuff that hip hop heads liked yeah it was very instrumental based yeah like it's your journey dude Yeah, this is my interpretation it's your journey yeah so if like that ah soul sound that I played from Ninth Wonder mm-hmm. made me feel good. If for you it's like, I'm exhausted, I just need to get home. Mm-hmm. Whatever how you want to fucking digest this yeah. information is that.
2: Yeah. No, and that's why, yeah, I, and, and again, I said it earlier, I always listen to the music first, you know, and then, uh, because that's, I don't know. That's uh, reading a book. That's like I said. That analogy. It's uh, good. Lyrics are great, you know. But for me, it's always the music first, you know, because I want to insert my own experience into it, you know, and and it, and enjoy it that way, you know. And then it, I don't know why this. I thought of this too, but you know how you said we could listen to other genres of music, sure, but still take that hip hop influence. Like there was some house stuff that was coming out. That the best way I could describe it was like if Dilla was producing House. There was that shit existed. You know what I mean? And there was house tracks coming out that I'm like, damn, if Dilla made house, this is exactly how it would sound. It was amazing. You, you know? know
1: what's interesting too? And we should do a Dilla episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, but for we sure. have to be so prepared.
2: Yeah, yeah. That one we're not gonna wing. Well, we're, Yeah, I mean. And I'm reading the book right now, too, so and listening to the audiobook. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Um I think with the Dilla thing, God... Okay, I won't veer out too long. Mm -hmm. It would have been beautiful to see what he would do with technology on his side. Yeah. Instead of just hardware. Yeah. Absolutely a thousand percent happy with him not touching it. Yeah. But if you give this motherfucker a way to triplet his way... Yeah. Fuck with... Oh, oh, you're doing Violet Funk? Yeah. You want to do that fucking multiple fucking snare hits? Yeah. Well, well, this is my interpretation of yeah.
0: that.
2: Yeah, it'd be ugly. I mean, he would.
0: Yeah.
1: He was the guy that kind of um, paralleled that whole fellow Cutie time because mm-hmm. you know he would like use Brazilica type samples.
2: Yeah, he sampled African beats many times too. You know, so it's like, uh, yeah, that guy was something else. That's a whole other, you know. That's, Conversation. That's that's one he and definitely one that needs to be had because he is pretty much the creme de la creme. Five know? more minutes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so this is a tease for the listener. Like mm-hmm. th- this is like music that we're gonna be playing and, and featuring, right? So So this is like an offshoot of Fonte, we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. Nicolay and uh, the foreign exchange.
0: Mm-hmm. We
2: gotta
1: think Everybody All right, so there's that. There's this. You remember this? Yeah. College Radio. Yeah. Like, this is. this is shit that fucking. Yeah.
0: yep, yeah. yeah.
1: Alright, I gotta play this.
0: Yeah. That's ugly.
1: Dude, let me play the middle part uh-huh. for you.
0: Here, this. I like this one.
1: Baby, hey, yep. we're gonna fucking yeah. talk about this shit. That's a
2: vibe. That's a vibe right there.
1: Two more, two more joints and mm-hmm. we'll. Three more joints and we'll rap. Mm-hmm. See, like this, this is a guy that I, I can, I can give a stamp. Like you're an old soul.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it, it's fucking K dot, dude.
0: Yeah.
2: I love this exact song so much, dude. So this is much. like... It's so dope. This is it. Yeah. Uh, no. mm-hmm.
1: It was his lyrical interpretation, too. Yeah. I wasn't trying to sound
2: old. Yeah. this dude just has so much range dude like he can rap on so many different kinds of beats and just kill it all like i, I used to hate his voice yeah oh really it took you me a while to yeah, get it to get into but he's uh he's a beast he's a
0: beast
1: dude this is like on some goody goody two-shoes stuff but mocha oh
2: mm-hmm. oh hell yeah Mok that's I love Mok We gotta feature yeah, this. Yeah. Like so for many you, great albums.
1: For you if you're not like into hip hop, hip hop, there is this myriad, anything post two thousand that we're gonna be playing for you to listen to. Yeah.
2: This guy in particular is one of the most slept on fucking dudes ever. Like this guy's so sick, dude. I about my god dude production he produces he raps his shit's killer he's got so much shit out and it's all consistently dope okay two more songs and then we'll wrap. Mm-hmm. this is like a little bit more
1: backpacking but um this is eloquent mm-hmm.
2: yeah for sure. Watch all the R and B
1: heads it's turned away now. no nah, <laughs> no, this, this is... is heavy shit, dude. Yeah. I love this.
0: Yeah.
2: This is trippy. This is a uh, just cool music to even just create to. You know, whatever you do, if you're an engineer, if you're a writer, if Grounded you're a designer, a, anything, dude, just put this on and just catch a vibe, dude.
1: But, but check this out if he didn't use that female sample I think it would have been more backpacker but it mm-hmm. added something for more people who are into like R&B you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: here last one mm-hmm. I swear to god last one so this is for like the ladies right mm-hmm. like fucking full crate and mar
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: like dude they minimally use the TR eight hundred eight, just enough where where it was like the TR eight hundred eight boom.
0: Okay, Let's see. just oh, sure. enough, yeah. dude.
1: Just enough. You're not. You're Sorry. an instrument, not the feature. Yeah.
0: That's so. Come
2: on, give it to me, me. Yeah, that was fire.
1: We'll talk about yeah. the song again, but let me just play three quarters yeah. of it Because yeah. this is incredible r Yeah, R&B. This, yeah. Just enough yeah. hi hats to push, and then it went back to a song. Yeah,
2: bro. There's even, I think, in this era, the 2000s. What I think is, what I like is big. One of the biggest takeaways, I think, hip hop in the let's say the 90s was very loop based. Okay. Right, and then when we got into the 2000s, I think hip hop started to get more uh cinematic or or, or more orchid what's the word i'm looking it's for? like transitional there's there's more songs in a song more of a song structure not just a loop and again not that just a rhythmic loop you know on just looping over and over wasn't dope because that's how even mcs had space to kind of just find their pocket and ride you know a loop but i think it just got more orchestral sure. more uh it took on more traditional song structures like as opposed to just let's just find a dope loop and rap over that you know right. and when i hear a song like that that's what it reminds me of it goes so many different directions builds breaks bridges choruses outros intros interludes you know what i mean like all of that and that was exciting in the 2000s you know i'll compliment your point
1: mm-hmm. put the song watch here you go dude mm-hmm. they're gonna use this it mm. what they're showing you is how to use a fad there's mm-hmm. a vocal fad once you hear it you'll know like okay. and I'll say it like in 30 seconds or maybe less there was a vocal fad that got played out mm-hmm. but they demonstrated to you you guys are killing the 80- TR-808s we're gonna use it minimally
0: mm-hmm.
1: you guys are using that Atlanta fucking hi we're mm-hmm. gonna use it minimally hmm and this, check out what they do with this vocal fucking effect, hey, baby. Mm-hmm. fucking auto tune. Yeah, yeah.
0: Won't you stay. Yeah. Baby, 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 baby,
2: baby. And actually, there's a difference too. That I think is a vocoder. The the zap. Like, exactly. You know, and and. That's I think our complaint with modern hip hop is the, or modern music in general, it's not even just hip hop anymore, but like, yeah, auto-tune, like Jesus Christ. It's just computer, okay. Dilla, what made Dilla so dope was unquantized music. He liked the imperfection of an unquantized beat. When you add an auto-tune to a vocal, it's like quantizing a vocal. It's like forcing it into like perfect pitch. But like a vocoder, like the Roger Zap shit, that's dope. That's fucking different. You know, that's not like um what's the word I'm looking for? It just yeah, it has that more of a robotic voice, but there's still room for imperfection in a vocoder. Auto tune is just like eh.
1: or the intensity is is caught. If you're fading while you're singing, it's kinda catching. It.
2: Exactly. Whereas an autotune thing would be like it would level it. Exactly. Everything's level, everything's on pitch, everything's eh, you know, just bah. Perfect, you know? And that's what makes it boring, you know? Right. And this so. one
1: it if they're fading, or if they're intentionally fading, like, hey Exactly. Fucking this thing, by the way. Yeah. But here.
0: Yeah. Just but to the the song. yeah. How you you? Mm-hmm.
1: Do
2: they destroy it after yeah. this? The song show how it slowed down mm-hmm. it was like up tempo and then now it's like slowed down that's what i'm talking about in the 90s the uh, loop bass it would a song would keep the same tempo the entire three and a half minutes they're doing something
1: there's a first act second act third act perfect reference set. to movie yeah. you know there, there's the before the climax there's there's the anticlimactic part yeah before we get to the fucking
2: exactly the super end and that was uh, that was hip-hop growing, you know? And that was the cool thing about the 2000s, you know? It's like there was that transition where it's like, okay, no, let's like really bring some musicality to this genre. You I know? have
1: three reasons for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, lack of technology. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it included in the exposure. Mm-hmm. The expense. Mm-hmm. You and I bought ASR. It's expensive. Yeah, super. You went with... My mom took us to Nadine's. yeah. yeah. On sunset. Yeah, and the other thing is um, the accessibility. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember just going to Nadine's and just grabbing sound banks. Mm-hmm. I for I forgot to bring my jazz drive and my SCSI drive, mm-hmm. and I had to grab instruments mm-hmm. via floppy. Mm-hmm. That made me stop producing.
2: Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a fucking. It was a it was a barrier. You know, like this you can just download yeah 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 the technology now Jesus if we had the technology today
1: I probably would have been like at least a commercial producer mm-hmm. for like cell phone commercials yeah uh, ads for food yeah because you know the the 30 second two minute loop is easy to do yeah. now especially with technology yeah but that but back then dude just digging for dope sounds was exhausting yeah so we'll wrap it up with, with the song mm-hmm
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: My God. Yeah. I was supposed to save this for an episode called Scar and B, but oh no.
2: Sick. Super sick.
1: Yeah, man. So that's it for this episode. Uh don't forget to check out so wait. Mm -hmm. We went through Little Brother. Mm -hmm. With Ninth Wonder. Mm Mm-hmm then little brother without briefly mm-hmm. with second chances we talked a little bit about ninth wonder mm-hmm. played a, a a joiner too yeah and then now just just like the feature of of this pod yeah i can't wait to get out of the 2000s because this is what we did sarah we yeah. did fonte little brother mm-hmm. so we have two more yeah and then we go straight to the 2000 yeah to everything on and that's where should i stop after a third one
2: I think we will play by ear, but I think um, it's great because we're giving context to what comes after, you know, and it, it needs, it needs yeah, a lot of context. It does. It really does. So, you know, this is getting, we're giving people information, you know, and then when you see where we go, then, oh, then
1: it'll be destruction yeah, then.
2: Yeah. So this is, they just
1: heard some yeah, of what we're going to feature. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Signing off post analog podcast
2: peace the post analog podcast for generation x
0: thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube